Coming up on this episode, we began by dancing the Schuppala, trying out waterbeds, and meeting Joseph Pilates. Then we get into the week's tech news, including updates on TikTok, the App Store, and more. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 287, recorded September 14th, 2020. A year's worth of fun facts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who tried to acquire TikTok, but the president wasn't having any of that. It's Colby Rabideau <laughs> and Dan Miller. What's up, guys? Hi, Sean. Greetings. Greetings and salutations to all and to all a good night. What's going on? Uh, I got a new microphone. And a, and a microphone arm. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, it only took 200 and almost 300 episodes, but we did it. No. Yeah, and I, I'd had that microphone for a year longer than we had been doing the podcast. Too. So that microphone put in about eight years worth wow. of work. That's that's a pretty good run for yep. a piece yep. of USB-powered technology. Yeah, it broke for the, those who weren't in the, here previously. It, well, it's not that I I think that the sound sucked. Although, as Sean said, I think if I had gotten the the microphone arm, the other one would have sounded way better too. Uh, it's that it broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's just such a difference with the directional mic versus the sort of the even. I mean, I have like a this is no joke. It's like a twenty dollar microphone, but it's directional, so it sound those the 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 snowballs just gather so much room tone it's out of control mm-hmm. room tone you don't like the sound of my room sean your 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 room is uh is very white noisy is it maybe i can there there are also on the snowball there are like settings you can change oh, like there's yeah, a switch should, on the back you should definitely do that i mean not right now but can't hear anything now Okay, you muted yourself. I mean, I guess that's quieter. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. And you can't hear me now. No, I, I can, can hear, hear you. you now. Oh. I guess now? that sounds a little bit better. I'm pretty sure I I looked this up a couple of weeks ago that it is supposed to be on the number one leftmost setting. I I think as it's facing you, maybe it's rightmost. <laughs> Depends on which which way you're right. <laughs> That's the one I have it on. So maybe it, maybe That's I should the, just get a new cardioid setting. This setting picks up sound from the front. Ideal for recording single direction audio like solo instruments and podcasts from the front. Although setting three is cardioid with minus 10 dB. Yeah, so it's just turning it down. Oh, I see. <laughs> for someone like I who shouts and yells a lot on the show. <laughs> right getting rowdy it's taking me years of training to do this when i shout and don't do it into the mic but away from the mic (laughs) otherwise people will be deafened amazing Uh, well i don't know maybe i maybe i should get a new microphone too uh you know it may be it may be time i i wasn't like super excited about it and then i heard dan and i'm like dan can't be the best sounding host on the show i refuse to allow that i take that personally now what microphone do you have sean 
this is so this is the very first mic I bought when we very first started doing the show. And I had my blue Yeti for a while until the uh uh the um why can't I the software that makes it work. The drivers decided to just not work on Windows anymore and I had to go back to this. But it's li- it's literally like a $20 microphone. It's it's the lowest of low tech. Oh. Um but it damn. You know, it doesn't okay. But then you job. have to get one of those like converter boxes, right? No, this is a dual XLR USB. Wow. Mic, so I was able to plug it in. I for years I I had th- I thought about doing the XLR conversion and I'm like, I don't, I'm not that serious about this. Yeah. What, to... advantage is that, what advantage does that confer? Any? I think it's just sounds better. I, I mean, I'm not, everyone says you should do it if you're the real deal, but I, what I think is, it's why more, would it sound better? Well, I think it's more for the podcasters who record in person or record to like a zoom recorder with, you know, straight to SD card where it's not converting it into USB. I, I don't know what sort of effect that has um, when you're doing it. You know, if we if, if we were doing this the proper way, we would each have a Zoom recorder or some device like that where it records straight to straight to hard disk from the mic, from the XLR, and then we would you guys would send the files to me and we'd match them together. Now, we're too lazy to do that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure, too lazy. But honestly, I mean, Skype does a does a good enough job of, of sending the audio. I mean, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. So I know what you guys want to talk about. Elephant in the room here. Let's just get it front and center. Get it over with NFL kickoff weekend. Patriots. What, what do you, what do you Cam think? Newton's the new Tom Brady. What? Superman. No. I mean, come just on. Kidding. Let's, I mean, Tom Brady isn't the old Tom Brady, so he's, he's gotta be somebody. That's true. What do you think? Uh, I watched half the game. I didn't even notice that there were no people there because they just, I was like doing stuff. I had a lot of chores around the house to do. So I was doing stuff while, while the game was on could have fooled me. Like I didn't notice that there weren't people in the stands. Um, so I think that was fine. Then the, the Patriots won. So that was fine. And, uh, I don't know. That's about all I experienced. It mostly seemed the same. Like it didn't even occur to me that anything was different until like the the very end when I sat down and it was like, oh yeah, it's an empty stadium. Now, do they have the cardboard cutout people? Some stadiums the... do. It's and some stadiums allow people. There's a, a very small handful that allow a limited number of people. The kickoff game in Kansas City, I think, had fifteen thousand in attendance spread around the stadium. Um, it's it's all different rules all around the league. Hmm. yeah no i i noticed mainly two things which was one uh the coaches were not properly wearing their face mask which was very funny because it was a mix of properly but then there was like the no nose there was the all the way down there was the one ear hanging there was the no mask at all i'm sure they're gonna get fined if they don't put them on um a who's who of mask negligence and was it was it andy reed for kansas city did like the clear like the big shield the big clear shield. And what was great, I mean, it was Kansas City. It fogged up immediately. He looked ridiculous. If you can find a photo, it's very funny. Hmm. Um, but the other thing with the fake crowd noise, which was very funny to me, was I, I could have sworn it, it was like the crowd was watching a different game. Like they would cheer at the weird, like it would go, the volume would go up at like weird times when nothing interesting was happening. And the big thing for me is that they didn't boo. 
Like, mm-hmm. like, like I know, you know, when like they, you know, it'd be like a bad penalty on the home team. Like they were still cheering. It was very, it was those moments where I really noticed like, okay, this is, this isn't legit. Right. This is fake. Yep. They were busted. Yeah. Um, but we didn't come here to talk about football. I joke. I jest. Um, what we're really here to talk about is the NBA playoffs. And I know you guys are excited. Game seven, the Nuggets, the Clippers. Clippers, obviously, the favorite going in. Those are two NBA teams. They the sure Nuggets? are. The Denver Nuggets. And the Clippers? The Los Angeles Clippers. Wait, Los what? Angeles has two basketball teams? Oh, oh, oh my God. Guys, I, guys, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't I've think we're ever going to make it as an NBA podcast. Yeah. Originally. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. But Go ahead. They do have two. They have two. Both teams share the Staples Center and play in Los Angeles. They They've been a team for a long time. Do you know they moved to L.A., I believe, in the late 70s or early 80s. Do you know what city they moved from? I'm going to assume no, because you didn't know they existed five minutes ago. No. They were the San Diego Clippers until they were moved to uh, Los Angeles. Come on, you. But they've you never, they've use... never won anything. They've been bad their entire existence. <laughs> One of the place. cumulatively worst teams that has just ever been. <laughs> and, and this year they're good, and they should be better, but they're losing. Sort of. It's a thing. Hmm. I'm glad I could inform you of those two teams' existence. Um, <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. No problem. But again, we're not here to talk about. I just we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here, of course, to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Guys, <laughs> what what are, what are we thinking here? Are you? I mean, I know you're definitely Dan of Dallas. Are Dallas Stars, Vegas Knights? I mean, they're down three to one uh, playing tonight. Who you got? The the the. Both of those seem like places that shouldn't have good hockey teams. And the weird thing is they both have, like, the Dallas Stars have won Stanley Cups before. Like, they've been good before. And the Golden Knights have been good since they were established a couple years ago. That's weird. And Dan, oh, is, that, that's the, is that the Las Vegas team? Yes, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Ah, I knew that. Yep. Are you ready for this, Dan? Do you know who's playing in the yep. semifinals? No. Your New York Islanders. Oh, I, I know about the Islanders. Yes. I watched one game of theirs while in college. They're down three to one right now. Probably not going to make the finals. Going to get crushed by Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Lightning. But hey, you know, can't all be good. That's right. It, you know, you get the participation trophy, right? Is that do they do that in the? Uh, Did you know? Or, okay, now I gotta find the the name of it. Did you know for a while in the NFL for a couple years they actually did have a second place trophy, where no. where because they had the Super Bowl, but then they had the two teams that were eliminated in the in the conference finals would actually play each other and get their own trophy as sort of a third place victory. I did not know that. I'm going to see if I can find that because it has a very oh the playoff bowl. The uh, playoff bowl. The the postseason game for third place played ten times between 1960 and 1969. Yep, and then everyone realized that was a really bad idea and they stopped doing it because <laughs> nobody cared. Right, not even the the, the teams probably. I'm sure it was very Pro Bowl esque. 
Uh, you did get money. There was um, in its second yeah, year, I... the players on the winning team received six hundred dollars each. Wow. So, Wait, what year is that? I was going to say that was in 1962. I mean, you could have bought a okay. Buick for that back in those days. <laughs> wow. So there you go. There you go. We learned something. But we're not here to talk about the Stanley Cup. Come on, no. guys. No, we're here to talk about the MLS soccer champion. No, I just made that up. That's Ooh. it. I'm out, of, I'm out of sports championships to joke. It's very odd that all these things are happening at the same time. Um, and we could talk about the U.S. Open or the NASCAR championship series or any number of sports things. We're not here to talk about sports, guys. What, what would you like to banter about? Banter. Banter. We were talking before the show about a classic local commercial. All of us seem to remember the Foxwoods <laughs> um, song oh, yeah. jingle thing. Yes, I've, I looked this up a couple of months ago. At some point, my quarantine boredom reached the point where I was looking up old commercials from my childhood. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, they, you know, some uh, little jingle maker got his five minutes of fame from, from that one. That's that's yes, why I remember. The Wonder of It All by John Pizzarelli. Yeah. Now, did you ever notice that the guy in the commercial, I assume it's not John Pizzarelli, but, <laughs> That's but correct. The, the star of the Foxwoods commercials, at least one time in every commercial, he is he has a guitar like strapped to him, but he never, ever plays the guitar. Ever. I did not notice that. Yes. Now, is there like a a, a fan a fandom wiki for this where this is explained as some like lore? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. The Foxwoods universe. <laughs> Foxwoods cinematic Foxverse. universe. Uh, well, what's fascinating to me about it is is it uh, is very reminiscent. Uh, the commercials from 1999, very reminiscent of the uh, big band swing revival. Of that time, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, Cherry Poppin' Daddies, Brian Setzer Orchestra, um, where swing music was weirdly hot for five minutes, that kind of big band sound, uh, very much in that vein. Yeah, that's true. I feel like big band music is always somewhere hot for five minutes. That's true. I And I knew somebody who, who I worked with, one of the weirdest people I've ever met in my entire life, uh, worked in IT at a company I used to work at. Uh, and he, it, you don't say, and he would get like way overdressed up and would swing dance as a hobby. Oh, swing dancing mm. is still big. Swing yeah. Dancing I did not huge. know that. Yep. Um, that was news to me. Swing dancing is probably one of the least weird dances you could be into besides like hip hop and salsa. I agree. Unless <laughs> you're doing it in period costume, then it's weird. Oh, but <laughs> is it? Would it be more weird than doing like traditional English folk dancing in period costume? But that's that's of um, national or ethnic origin. You know what I mean? Because that's like, you know, it's like doing the German spoon dancing, but in Lederhosen. It's like, OK, I get that, right? <laughs> Wait, what is German spoon dancing? Oh, you look it up. Look up German spoon dancing. It's where you get a couple wooden spoons. Um, I don't want to get it. Um, I don't want to get it wrong. Okay, because I, I want to call it by its proper name, um, the the shush the platter. Uh, in in this dance, the performers stomp, clamp, and strike the soles of their shoes 
thighs and knees with their hands held flat, but sometimes it is done with wooden spoons. The shoot platter. Wow. Huh? Yep. Still a thing today. We learned so much on... Honestly, we've gone through like a year's worth of fun facts just tonight. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not great. We got to pay back on the back on the edutainment. Do you know any other traditional uh, ethnic dances, Sean? You know, I should. I feel like I should, but I I can't well, say. Oh, you got I the do. the Scottish uh, Keely Keely dance. Which one was the Irish? The Irish step. The Michael Flatley Lord of the Dance. Uh, what was what was that? I don't know. River dance. Something. River something. dance. Yeah. There's that. Um. As a white guy with vaguely European origins, I have uh, my ethnic dance style of dancing badly. <laughs> um. Awkwardly, mostly at weddings. Yeah. I mean, we all know that one. Oh, you've seen it. You've seen it, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Yep. Man. Uh, but do you guys, we were talking about the Foxwoods. Do you guys remember any other uh, iconic local commercials that, that come to mind? I don't know about, oh, local. Yeah, you, we got a uh, Kaud Oriental Rugs. Oh, you, have, yeah. you have those guys up there? You had them up there, Sean, No, we sure. did. You know, it's so funny. Where I grew up, we got all the Albany stations. Oh. Because we're technically in their media market. So I know all of the... When I meet people from Albany or that the, the sort of capital region, we totally have all the same commercials. That's, that's what wait, you have well, I, I, Because of the commercials, I remember that one of the Cowood Oriental Rugs locations was in Agawam, Massachusetts. Yes. But I guess you didn't grow up near Springfield. I did not. Right, that's nope, right. I've that's never been right. to a code rugs. So I remember that one. Uh, Bob's discount furniture. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Um, Bob here. <laughs> Bob's discount furniture. Love that guy. Is that guy still uh, kicking it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Maybe it's Bob Jr. now. I don't know. No, that's <laughs> I, mean. I didn't mean the business. I meant Bob, I, the eponymous Bob. Bob himself. I I feel like I saw one of those commercials recently, and like he's aged, but somehow not that much. He looks good. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's been bald for at least thirty years at this point, so <laughs> right, <laughs> your your aging starts to uh, decelerate yeah. at that point. Do you know how Bob's Discount Furniture started? Continuing in our long line of fun facts. Uh, no. In 1976, future company co-founder Bob Kaufman was injured in a motorcycle accident. He discovered the benefits of a waterbed for recuperation. The experience inspired Kaufman to become involved in waterbed sales. Uh, and during the 1980s, he rented a space in 24 New England stores for selling waterbeds. But in 1990, when waterbed sales dwindled, he partnered with Gene Rosenberg uh, to create Bob's Discount Furniture. Now, have you ever slept in a waterbed no have Neither. you ever sat in a waterbed yes i think so have Where, you? how did you get a hold of one Was i it in like a I, mattress store i knew somebody who had one i i had a family member who had one same i'm pretty sure like my aunt had one when we were kids and, it and was, i remember it was sitting a on total it disaster is what i remember is that is that it ended up just being the worst thing and they regretted it basically immediately Right, but that—that's not something uh, you just 
buy another one up in two years unless it really sucks, I guess. No, I think that's one of those things you buy once and never buy again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you think they take returns on those? Oh, God, I hope not. God, I hope not. If I, if I like, sent one of you a waterbed, would you use it? Would you no. fill it with water and use it? You definitely can't. I would get kicked out of my apartment. <laughs> is that in your <laughs> like, lease? It, is that, it would is show that... up and, and I would I would be dragged out and tossed on the street. Chains. <laughs> I mean, I would think I would think they're very. I'm actually going to Google it now, but I would think they're cheap because there's nothing in them. Right. They fill with water. Yeah, I guess. I can't imagine you. They deliver them filled already. That would be that. <laughs> Yeah, here we go on but Amazon. How do you fill it up? Like, I guess you, you bring the hose in from outside and you run it up to your bedroom or something. Maybe you can hook it up to like a sink or something. I don't know how much. Uh... You just use like cups. More kinda... importantly, how do you deflate it when you have to get rid of it? That I can't. You do slice it with a knife and put a bucket under it. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, really this, big bucket. this one I'm looking at has an electric pump and it has a, a digital heating system. You can heat the water. That can't be uh, safe. Yeah, I was just about to raise how I recently read about a mattress cover, and it, but it's like a water mattress cover that's heated. Heated water mattress cover. Mattress pad. There we go. Yeah, the the Navian mate. Never wake up cold again. Huh. Never again. Never again. It's like it's like water cooling for your PC, but but for your body. Oh, because you can cool it down or heat it up. That was the thing. It can keep the water mm. cool, so you can keep the bed cool in the summertime. Which honestly, that sounds pretty appealing. I feel like I move way too much in my sleep to do anything related to water. It would just be sloshing constantly. I think it's like just little tubes that keep the mm. water circulating beneath you. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like water. I, I don't know. I didn't look into this super much. Uh, See, that's intri that's intriguing. There you go. Cool. cool. You can take the Navi and mate challenge. <laughs> what what do one of those run you? Shop now. Shop now. Looks like you get the Equium 350 for only three hundred twenty dollars. If you if you're a if you're a person who sleeps in a bed by oneself, you can uh, yeah you could get it cheaper. That's awesome. I love oh, it. I think we should do it. Maybe I don't understand. This is so wacky. Yeah, this is all very complicated. Um, they all support dual temperatures, so I, I guess it's not about the the little box that you get. It's about the the mat cover. Maybe you have to get two mat covers. I don't know. So, what do you guys think is the better mattress gimmick, the waterbed or the massage bed? Um, what is a massage bed? You know, like those. The, well, they used to be the old gimmick in the hotels. You'd put a quarter in, and the bed would vibrate. Um, God, I don't think I've ever actually seen that. I've I think those were gone long before we were even born. Yeah, I, I think I only made, saw it made fun of in TV I watched in the '90s. It was actually made in the '80s. <laughs> yep. 
No, definitely, definitely a thing. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna look and see how long a coin up massage bed. I think I put on what? a list just for googling that. <laughs> now, do you remember uh, for a while at the hotels they had the uh, the the N64 where you had to put your your quarters in to play the N64 on the TV and you they had the quarters. I don't know if it was quarters, but. It cost extra to play the N64 well past the N64's prime. I remember showing up to hotel rooms in like mm. 2006, 2005, you're like, ah, uh. yeah, <laughs> like it was. It was like the the clock docks for your yeah. your okay. iPod with the 30 pin connector. Still see those, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> the clock still works. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Wow. Did you find out uh, anything, any fun facts about the uh, coin-op massage beds? Yes, they were known by the brand name Magic Fingers. Oh, that's, that's not good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, uh, it was invented in 1958 by John Houdeling. Um, he, he was an inventor. Um, in the 1950s, he was working as a salesman selling vibrating beds in which the vibrating motor and bed were sold as a single unit. Um, that was when he decided that a coin-op version in a hotel um, would make a lot more fingers. There were 250,000 of them installed nationwide at the peak of their popularities in the 1960, bringing in $2 million in monthly gross revenue. Now, did we talk about... I, I don't know why this... Rem I guess massage reminded me of this. Um, crap. Pilates. Did we talk about the origin of Pilates? No, I have no idea. Pilates was invented by... Uh, I forget exactly who. Jonas Pilates? Um, I Well, I think it was German prisoners of war, I think in World War II, that invented this... Uh, form of exercise that required no equipment and was so like painful that it distracted you from the fact that you were like imprisoned <laughs> i'm not joking look it up on wikipedia and then they rebranded it in the 60s as pilates because the german name uh didn't sound as attractive uh and so if you've ever wondered why pilates sucks so bad because <laughs> prisoners did it because they pref they preferred it not that they preferred it but it was it was sufficiently intense to distract them from the rest of the stuff that was happening at prison. Yes, it was in, a, in an internment <laughs> camp on the Isle of Man during World War One. Hey, World War One. And you want and you want to know want to know the best part? My joke was kind of true. It was invented by Joseph Pilates. I <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so I was that one was time that joke worked. Yes, he was. <laughs> Yeah, his father was a gymnast, um, and uh, he developed the series of exercises in Germany. Wild. Yep. Joseph Pilates. He also, invented yeah, the Pilates. the power of branding. No one, does it say on there what the original term was, Sean? Uh, oh, what it was called? Yeah, Contrology. Yeah, contrology. <laughs> no one would be showing up to their contrology class in their yoga pants. Uh, they think it's some sort of Scientology thing. Now, welcome to contrology. Contrology sounds like a cult. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, but then again, Pilates kind is kind of a cult too. And exercise, it's not good for you. No, it's not. It's not good for you. <laughs> if it if it was good for you, why does it hurt so bad? Huh? The human body was made to not move. Yeah, <laughs> that's science. To, We're grazers. That's why we We're only like, have two like legs, elephant. not four. Yeah. <laughs> This is our like the world's worst, uh, <laughs> you know, exercise trend. Not exercising. <laughs> uh. Wow. Well, guys. Oh boy, I got a visitor. Hi. Um. <laughs> why don't we talk a little bit about some tech news here? Now that we've uh, bullshitted enough for a while, um, okay. we, we have to save some facts for next week's episode. Uh, and we've got some great things here in the rundown. While you guys are looking, I want to thank everybody joining us live right now. Facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show. Monday nights about 10.15 Eastern. You can join us there as we chat about the show. And you can chat with us in the Facebook live stream chat room. We want to hear from you if you're watching. Let us know. Ask us some questions. We might just talk about it on the program. Uh, guys, what is story numero uno? I want to talk about Oracle buying TikTok. Okay, you got it, bud. First come, first serve, and let's do it. Uh, it's, this is definitely one of our previously on Don't Panic. Uh, yeah, this you know, has been in here for a whole month, two months. This may be, we don't really do a lot of like continuing news stories, but this may be the, the one we've sort of followed the closest consistently. And like... We have two of these because we have the App Store rules in the show again, too. And I feel like that's been almost every week for the since WWDC. But I also think that that's also a great indication of how little like new news there has been to actually talk yeah. about, you know. And by the way, I will say there's a lot of stuff um, coming up. I'll tease it right now. We've got an Apple event tomorrow. We have a, a big Google event this week as well. They're releasing some consumer hardware. Um, wait, there was a, just an Xbox event. This is the time of year where stuff gets uh, announced PlayStation before Christmas. event is Wednesday. Yes, we will have Whoa. a lot to, to talk about. But let's talk about uh, TikTok here, uh, a story that is still not over. Last we checked in, Microsoft was snooping around trying to purchase TikTok. But the interesting piece with um, Microsoft that you'll need to know when we talk about Oracle is that Microsoft wanted to buy uh, TikTok's U.S. and European operations and essentially cut them loose from the Chinese company. TikTok decided, and the Chinese government really decided, they didn't want to do that. Instead, they decided to sell, and I use that in aggressive air quotations, to Oracle. It's a little different than what Microsoft was proposing. Rather than sever TikTok uh, in the U.S. from the main company, all Oracle is doing is taking over its U.S. operations as its, quote, trusted tech partner. What does that mean? Um, it's not an outright sale. All it's really doing is helping TikTok's U.S. operations run its cloud technologies, does that solve the security concerns uh, that sort of plague the app? Absolutely not. And in no way does it do that. Um, the other interesting piece is China has already sort of hinted that they're not even fully thrilled with the Oracle purchase and may outright decide not to do it at all. Um, so still up in the air, but as of this moment, Oracle is certainly the most likely to partner, I hesitate to say acquire, but to partner with TikTok uh, in the U.S. We can also throw on there that Oracle uh, and its founder, Larry Ellison, are very close to the president and the current administration. 
uh, one of those things that people are suggesting may have something to do with the fact that they got it and Microsoft didn't. Yeah, Oracle is one of the companies least well-suited to have anything to do with a consumer brand. Is Oracle involved in any consumer business? Uh, they got Salesforce. Well, I think there's Java still on my computer. Right. I was going to say that Java <laughs> is probably Oracle's biggest consumer product at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, they no, they're exactly definitely do a great job with that. Yeah. Um, I, I swear, I'm pretty sure it was on like NPR this morning. I, I swear they said something about Oracle having like ad stuff. Like, do they have an ad network? Oracle ad network? Well, I just want to say that as uh, Oracle, a company, at least within the, the technology industry, infamous for doing things like uh, charging, in, like having, uh, what would you call this, charging policies? Like the how, contracts, pricing. There you go. Pricing policies for their products, which are by definition inscrutable and end up screwing you over. Like mm -hmm. if you think Amazon is bad with AWS charges, from what I'm told, like get ready for Oracle stuff. Um, so they, and if that's their their attitude towards consumers, I would not be excited about them taking over TikTok. But I guess guess they're not really taking it over. So like they, it sounds like from what you're saying, Sean, they would have no authority. No, over. The business or the product at all again it's sort of vague exactly what this means it hasn't really been fully put to paper but essentially they don't they they, they just host some portion of the app it, it, operational operations sort of remain with tiktok the source code remains with tiktok they're not really buying anything it's it's like an amazon deal or any other server deal where they're really just renting out server space and saying hey it's now on a u.s server even though i see they still control the code and you know could could easily work or you know smuggle in malware or or, or you know oracle won't be working on the tiktok algorithm or handling moderation um it's really just a contractor to them um that that's why sort of saying they're going to purchase them is wildly inaccurate Right. Oracle's paying for the privilege of doing work for TikTok. Right. Well, that's and Zach Friss in the chat, good friend of the show, says uh, he saw some speculation around the uh, uh, around the ad tech, as we talked about. But another was being able to provide some cloud for TikTok and using that to get more B2B business and essentially getting mm -hmm. some marketing out of it. And again, throw in the fact that Larry Ellison is a big supporter of, of the president and, you know, the U.S. government trying to throw some business that way and you know, steering a cushy contract in that direction. So I, I to be quite honest, it's a not at all surprising outcome um, when, when sort of pen put to paper. And like I said, it's entirely possible the Chinese government just straight up says, no, thank you. Can you imagine a world without TikTok? An America without TikTok? Where would we be? <laughs> now, Colby, are you on TikTok? I'm not. Should I be on TikTok? I only no. see TikToks that people repost on did you guys see Instagram. The, did you see the terrible thing that was going around TikTok that was in the news last week or two weeks ago? No. Uh, it's it's a huge bummer, and I'm really going to bring down the show a bit. But um, apparently there was a, a gentleman who taped himself um, 
shooting himself in the head um, and committing suicide, posted it to TikTok, and then uh, a bunch of other accounts thought it would be fun to continuously spam TikTok and repost it and also hide it within other videos so it would be difficult to um, remove from the <laughs> algorithm. And for like a day and a half, two days, and it might still be going around, I don't know, but certainly for a couple days, it was aggressively getting sucked up into the TikTok algorithm um, and unknowing people were, were unfortunately seeing a, what has been described as a very terrible sight. Jeez. Well, that's depressing. Very much so. Well, and that's the problem with a entirely algorithm-driven piece of software like that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wild. Yep. So stay with Don't Panic for all the continuing breaking news and all the coverage. Uh, TikTok. TikTok 8. 2020. TikTok o'clock. TikTok on the clock. But the party don't stop. Uh, nope. Till TikTok walks in. Um, <laughs> till Larry Ellison walks in. That's right. That's right. With a big old check made to China. Uh, guys, what else in here is worth uh, worth discussing? Hmm. I mean, we teased. Uh, we could quickly go over the App Store changes. Yep, that's a, that's a pretty quick one, as we've talked previously on Don't Panic. Uh, we talked about how uh, cloud, cloud game streaming services were banned from the Apple App Store, like uh, X, uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox xCloud, Stadia, others, um, wouldn't be able to because essentially they had an App Store within an App Store uh, where you could download game, uh, stream games from within an app in the App Store on iOS, violated their service. Well, new this week... Uh, Apple created new guidelines that carves out an exception uh, for uh, for these streaming services. Uh, the way it essentially works is each and every game must be downloadable directly from the App Store, and every game update must be submitted to Apple individually before a company could stream it to users. That means Microsoft or Google could not build a single Stadia or xCloud app that contains access to all the games. So essentially, if you wanted to stream Halo Infinite through xCloud, you would download the Halo Infinite app from the App Store and stream it through there, and you'd have to do it for each individual game. Um, they say thin clients and hybrid streaming apps are okay for now. It's just that you can't, again, have the App Store within an App Store. Um, no catalog-style apps. Um, of course, those streaming apps would be subject to Apple's normal App Store rules, including the 30% cut, um, among others. Uh, Google declined to comment, but Microsoft basically said that sucks. Quote, this remains a bad experience for customers. Gamers want to jump directly into a game from their curated catalog within one app, just like they do with movies or songs, and not be forced to download over 100 apps to play individual games from the cloud. End quote. Now, is there a rule against... Um I know this is kind of tied up in the hay thing, but for example, a comicsology mm -hmm. could it would be a better app if you could buy the comics inside of the thing, but you can't. Um, there's no way to. So what you all comicsology is is like, hey, if you have comicsology comics, you can use the comicsology app to look at them. Um, it doesn't link out to the store because that's against the rules. It doesn't encourage you to try to buy anything. It's just like, here are your comics. Why can't Stadia just say, like, hey, you download the Stadia app. You have to log into an account. Um, to create an account, go to our website. 
and you're going to have to pay. Um, then when you get into the app, it's like, hey, like here are the the games that you've added to your account. Like, I don't know if that's how Stadia works. Um, what's the difference? Oh, I mean, it's no different than Netflix, right? You pay a single subscription price and you can just watch the watch the movies that are being streamed remotely to your device. Um, it's a good question. Uh, and again, like everything with the, the Apple App Store, it's kind of a gray area, right? They make the rules. I, I think if you asked Apple, my sort of concept would be that... Content services like Comixology are sort of static content, right? A song is a song, a comic book is a comic book. But the thing about a game mm -hmm. is that it is actually running software on a remote computer versus a single piece of content that's loaded onto your device. Well, Again, I don't know if that's fair. It isn't in this case because it's just a video. Well, but you're interacting with the video in real time. That's, that's fair. What about that? Uh, what was that Netflix thing? The the Jabberwocky? What was that? Oh, thing the interactive called? thing. I don't know if that was on iOS. That's a good. What was it on iOS? I was on the Apple TV. I would assume it was on iOS. What was that thing called? Jabberwocky? No. The Humdinger. The the thing on Netflix? Yeah. Uh. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. I also All think, right. well, here, and I'll give you one other thing, which is um, also updated in the clarifying rules, um, guidelines around one-to-one -one experiences versus one-to-few or one-to-many services. Um, and my guess is that... I'm going to stop my thought there because it was going in a bad direction. Um, but you get okay. the idea. So, who knows? This continues. Nobody's happy. Yep. Nobody, nobody knows what it means. Continues to change. Once again, stay tuned. More on the way. Yeah. Colby, what story do you want to talk about? Well, if you, uh, if you don't have an opinion, we actually had a, a question from the, the chat. Oh. And Zach Frist wants us to talk about a story that's already in the rundown. The OnePlus wireless earbuds. Oh, yeah. A fun story. Um... This past week, Custom, uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection tweeted that its officers had recently seized 2,000 counterfeit Apple AirPods from Hong Kong valued at about $400,000 had they been genuine. Uh, there's a press release. It, it praises the officers for protecting the American public from various dangers and that uh, it's a direct reflection of their vigilance and commitment to mission success. Thank you for stopping these counterfeit uh, Apple AirPods. Unfortunately, they weren't. They were actually legitimate OnePlus Buds made by OnePlus, transported in a box that clearly says OnePlus Buds. Um, but I guess they're close enough to AirPods that they just mix them up. Um, <laughs> and they actually posted the pictures that clearly say OnePlus on them. Um, assuming they are OnePlus Buds, uh, they're actually worth less than what they estimated. And OnePlus uh, tweeted saying, hey, give those back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Give them back. Uh, on, right, but, then, but then the they doubled down. Yes, in a statement, us uh, uh, Customs and Border Patrol offered more details, claiming they violate Apple's configuration trademark on AirPods. Uh, yes, apparently Customs and Border Protection can claim it violates trademarks. I guess. Um, 
Weird. Yep. Now I'm surprised Apple hasn't chimed in because remember at the at the tail end of the, the Steve Jobs era, they were all upset about the Android phones with the touch screens or multi-touch. Remember, multi-touch was a big point of contention. Yep. I'm surprised Apple hasn't been like, yeah. That's right. They did copy us. Because, again, the AirPods are like, no one was doing that, but, you know, in 2015 or whenever it was the AirPods came out. No one was like, you know what? Let's make AirPods, let's make headphones where there isn't a cable, atta- wireless headphones where there isn't a cable attaching the two earbuds. Well, but I will say, uh, this article is from... The January 2020, so it might be a little out of date, but according to data, Apple owns 55% of the wireless earbud market. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. So I don't think they have to really go after these guys to to make a point when, when they own the market. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, That's but, crazy. Oh, so your you, contrast you're drawing is that whereas... Back in 2010, 2011, Apple was much more threatened by Android because they had more to lose. And I also think some of the technology in the original iPhone is more defensible than we put Bluetooth in some earbuds. Like, I'm not quite sure what in them would really hold up to a fight in the way an iPhone would. And again, there's a difference between a $1,000 phone and a $200 pair of earbuds. So... Um, I, I think they're plenty. I think Apple Watch is a good example, too. You can point to a lot of companies that rip off the Apple Watch, but it's, you know, that's sort of pennies to them. Right. Crazy. Well, speaking of Apple, there's an event next week, right? There's an event tomorrow. It's tomorrow? It's tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> so, so, at all. Sometimes they hit us on Monday, and sometimes we, oh, we wow. just miss them, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we can do a little preview of this and then, then head on over to picks. Um, that's right. They're calling it the Time Flies event. Um, it will be, uh, as I said, September 15th, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, based on everything that's sort of been written about and talked about, this will not be the iPhone event. There will be a second event later in the fall to talk about iPhones. This will be focused on everything else. Time flies, suggesting a new Apple Watch. Um, also, uh, potentially an updated iPad Air, uh, maybe a smaller HomePod or Apple-branded over-the-ear headphones, which we've seen some patents um, and drawings of before. Uh, the new Apple Watch, the Series 6, rumored to add blood oxygen monitoring and improve sleep tracking, along with a faster blood processor. Oxygen. Also rumored to announce a cheaper replacement for the Series 3, which they still sell. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, definitely new iPhone models, models definitely coming later this year. It's just not sure of when. Um, and also Apple has said we're going to uh, learn more about the ARM-powered um, Apple Silicon Max um, at some point later this year as well. So who knows? And also iOS 14. Um, could they potentially roll it out now to existing devices and then have the new phones later? Who knows? Mm. I don't know. Anything you guys want to see or expecting to see? Um, I don't know. I could go for a new Apple Watch maybe if it was cool. Like, I'm a couple Apple Watches behind. <laughs> I am excited about the possibility of the AirTags. Yeah. The um, smart tile competitor things because my tiles have all expired i'm holding out for the air tags 
the air tag killer feature that I think based on some leaks that it will have is the ability to use AR to find your air tags in a space. Yeah, that's the ultra wideband chip they're putting what? in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will they be rechargeable? I don't know. I th- it, actually, it seems like they, they could be, right? Wireless charging, that would be awesome. The rumors I read, again, rumors, is that they're not rechargeable, but there is going to be some sort of program, send them back, get a new one at a discount type. You know, they last mm-hmm. for two years or something, and then they expire. I, I could accept that. I mean, I think for light light for kind of lightweight and size reasons, I think... I think they would probably struggle to make them rechargeable. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. I can't believe this is tomorrow. Yeah, it's snuck, snuck up on them. Snuck up. I'm excited. I The two things I would really like to see are some more smart home stuff, I, starting with like a more sort of um, echo-sized home pod. Something where you might put a couple of them around your home, sort of a, a more uh, streamlined HomePod, I think is is and at a lower price point. I think if they really want to grow that product, that's how they would do it. And I like the idea of more uh, headphone stuff. I think they've been rumoring a new um, AirPod Pro for a while, the sort of version two of that. But also the nice over the head, you know, I have my jobbers I love, but I'm really curious what an Apple over the head headphone might be able to do with the technology you can get by having the bigger head cups. Um, I'm really curious what what sort of new thing they could really drive with those. So that's exciting to me. I don't Apple Watch. It's like you know, it's sort of incremental at this point. I don't know what blow away feature they could really have on there that would make me excited. Yeah, I'm excited about over the ear headphones too. Want to replace these old Beats Studios, but I refuse to buy any wireless. I refuse to buy any headphones that aren't wireless, uh, and I refuse to buy any wireless headphones that aren't w1 chips huge it makes such a difference it it really does especially if you're on all mac devices it it just works so nicely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. though i had a weird uh like a couple weeks ago i just had to um like unpair and repair my airpods a thing that has oh. never happened to me before. They they were like connecting, but they were showing up as just a regular Bluetooth headphone. And then they like it would play for like two seconds and then the sound would just go away. It's very lame. Huh? Yeah, I've never heard of that. I've had an issue with mine where it won't. It just refuses to do one earbud. Because I, I, for, I, like, usually when I'm laying in bed or something, and I, I, I don't like to listen by speaker, so I'll have one in my ear while my head's on the other side of the pillow. And it's supposed to be able to play in just one, but the second I, like, I, I it won't recognize the fact I only have one in. It'll only do it when I have two in. It's very odd. I thought it was an iOS 14 beta issue. Um, we'll, Wait, we'll see. describe the use case? Because I, I've run into stuff like this, but I have workarounds. What are you doing? I just am using one headphone, one earbud at a time. And it works for a while and then it stops? No, well, what'll happen is, like, let's say I'm not wearing them at all and I put one in, it won't recognize it. I have to put Mm -hmm. both in. Then when I go to take one out, it just stops recognizing both of them. Like, it just won't recognize a single earbud. Hmm. But I still have the the Gen 1 original AirPods, um, and it might just be, you know, a, a decaying old age thing. 
or an iOS 14 beta thing. Like I said, I don't. Oh yeah. It certainly has gotten I, worse since I did that. I had all kinds of problems with like my beats, the beats, the power beats that I had, where it would like sometimes like that kind of stuff, where it's like you'd put both of them in, but only one would connect, or like weird things would happen and you have to like put them back in the case to like get them to work. It was, it was very annoying. Yep. Bluetooth. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, I don't, my AirPods, I don't care if they work half the time, still better than connecting my job or headset to my windows PC. <laughs> that is torture. That is miserable. Uh, um, yeah. Do not recommend Bluetooth on windows is shockingly terrible. Um, but I don't think that surprises anybody. All right, guys. Uh, why don't we go ahead and move on to picks, which is the part of the show where you just bring something along. We want to share. We got some stuff to watch, some stuff to buy. I'll quickly go first. Um, you might be confused by my pick this week, uh, but there's a reason for it. Uh, I was quarantined at home, working from home for a little over a week. I thought I had COVID. I didn't. Um, but I found a new background. You guys have any like background TV shows or things you put on? That's not music, but just something that's on, like maybe Sports Center, or just something that's on in the background. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm not a big that guy either. But I have found Pluto TV, the free streaming service, has a channel that is all Deal or No Deal, 24 hours a day. Are you guys familiar with the Howie Mandel hosted Deal or No Deal game show? Yes. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Sean, who cares about Deal or No Deal? I do. It, it, I <laughs> found it to be the perfect background. Because so much of that show is like BS, like time wasting. Like, what are you going to... Like, everything moves so slow till they open the case. So you don't have to pay attention until they, like, go to open the case. It's an incredibly engaging show. And it's been, like, my new favorite thing to just, like, have on. Or, like, I'll, I'll be cooking and look around the corner and be like, Oh, she opened the million dollar case. That sucks. And then, like, go back to cooking. <laughs> um... So on Pluto TV, check it out. It's a whole channel. Just deal or no deal. Just <laughs> if you're looking for something to just put on and read Twitter. Um, I recommend that it. much deal or no deal that they can have. They did a lot like right at its peak. They did a lot of them. They, and it was wow. really great. And, and it is very like because I think it was like 07, 08, 09, like kind of in that. And it is very of that era. Um, and <laughs> it's very it's very fun to go back and watch people lose a lot of money. Because then you get to be at home and be smarter, be like, should have gone, should have gone for one more case, could could have right. could have had a lot more money. Um, you get to armchair, armchair. Oh, absolutely. And then I'm like, I would have gone for it, and then they lose and be like, Nah, I wouldn't have gone for it. Like you know, it's <laughs> it's it's a lot lower stakes um, now for me. So something different to watch, Colby. You've got something I would say is almost the exact opposite spectrum of television. TV. Yeah, I started this past week. I watched it. I started watching that. It, it's. I guess it's a. I don't know if it, it's an HBO show. It's a Max original. Ooh. HBO Max. Um, called Raised by Wolves. And it's like. It's sci fi. It's weird. It's like HBO high production value. It's it's pretty good. Uh, it's hard to explain that like the premise is like the world ended and like they sent to a ship 
with some some human embryos and two androids to a different world to like grow new people. That's that's the 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 gist of it. But like, it's weird and not worth explaining. I don't think. Yeah, it's. But it's- I, I like it. It's a Ridley Scott show, which if you like, if you like Ridley Scott's work, I've been told this is very much of his style. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. That's awesome. I've really been enjoying HBO Max. I will say, um, I, I actually have found of all the like new streaming services. I've actually found a lot on there to enjoy. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I feel like HBO, like I was pretty, I subscribed to HBO, whatever it was before, mm-hmm. before, and I used it regularly with no real plans to like cancel it. And I don't know, they just added a bunch more stuff to it. So I'm into it. Did I pick last week Class Action Park? Have you guys watched that on HBO Max yet? Uh, no, I definitely someone definitely talked to me about it last week. So it's probably you. OK, uh, it might have been me. Yeah. Class Action Park uh, documentary on, on HBO Max. Very good. Very good. If anyone needs any HBO Max recommendations, let me know, because I got a couple okay. of great things I've been enjoying on there. Dope. Uh, yeah, cool. And Dan. Yes, we've already teased this a little bit. What do you have? I have my brand new microphone. It's right here. It's beautiful. Um, it is only a hundred buckaroos, which when you start to look at microphones is not that much. Uh, it's just a normal looking microphone. It has the XLR thingy, uh, but it also has a USB-C port and it comes with a USB-C cable to USB-C or USB-C to USB-A. So it'll work with your fancy new laptops of whatever brand. Mm-hmm. pretty much all USB-C at this point. So that's a nice trick. Um, it sounds really good, I'm told, and I think from my uh, my recordings. It has a mute switch, so I can... Ooh. Now you can hear me. Um, the only problem is the stand it comes with super sucks. It looks cool. It folds down nice and small, but, like, it's really not very grippy oh. and it doesn't go very very tall very Mm-mm. high mm-hmm. um so i got a mic stand and it seems like they're all the same on amazon as, as sean pointed out to me uh so yeah get this uh oh, so i didn't mention the name of that audio technica atr 2100x usb cardioid dynamic microphone atr series is the official amazon title <laughs> um but honestly i would say don't yeah. Don't bother remembering that. Just use the referral link on our website if you're going to buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's oh, a much better way a, to do Here's it. a question for you, actually. Why would I want to use the microphone head jack in the microphone? I believe that as a feature. I believe someone's going to correct me because I'm probably wrong. I believe it's because if you like hearing your own voice in your ear while you're using the mic, it's the lowest latency because it's coming right from the mic. Hmm. And I know you can on a lot of these mics. You can actually set the system audio to output into the mic, which is crazy sounding. And it will actually yep. come out of that headphone jack on the mic with the mic sound, I believe. What? Yes. That's cool. Super, super crazy. 
Yeah, now, um, now, now I want a new microphone. <laughs> um, so it's mostly just for monitoring what you sound like? Yes. So are there podcasters who are constantly hearing themselves in their ear as they talk? Some people really like that, especially if you're like balancing levels and stuff and you're like really into that. It's more like a volume thing. Um, and making sure you sound on the level with everyone else. I think for if we were all in the same room, you would probably want that to make sure you weren't blowing everyone else out. But I think in a remote show like this, I don't know. How, I, you know, I don't. I don't know how useful that would be. I feel like it could be nice because I like to have the headphones on, but I can't always hear. Like I can't really hear myself when I have. But I mean, I can like I can hear myself, but like it's it. I can hear myself a lot better if I take pop an ear off, you know, <laughs> like Mr. Potato Head style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, interesting. I'd never think I I just don't go around thinking I, I would. I don't know. I'd be more comfortable if I could hear myself. I feel like I can always hear myself. Well, the issue is latency. Like for me, if it's like a millisecond oh. off of my of me talking, I just it just drives me mental. It drives wait, me wait, crazy. wait a second. Is my headphones are not so isolating that I can't hear myself when I'm talking right now. But but you're not you're not hearing yourself broadcast into your headphones. That's correct. Yes. But uh, nor do I need to hear. The, that that's the thing I'm getting at is like I guess it's mostly a question for Colby. <laughs> what does it mean to hear yourself better? Like it I don't know, like it I don't know. It just so feels Do you weird have to me. do you have your audio being played back to you in your headphones now? No, because oh, it's okay. like Sean was saying, it it's it's crazy making cuz you know, to like do it through the computer there is you know so, so many milliseconds of latency and it sounds insane. Right, but you've tried it. Yeah, I've tried it before. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I will give this some thought. Yeah, try it. You never know. Maybe, you just maybe I'll like try it. it next week just for funsies. Yeah, yeah, see if you can set the audio out on your computer to go through the mic. I can because that's what happened when I called in the first time. Yeah, it's, that's why that, I couldn't hear what you were saying. The first time I saw that, because uh, my, my current mic I have will do it, and it's like, your speaker is your microphone. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, cool. Well, I may have uh, just purchased one of those microphones while you were talking, so... Shame on my, I had I had uh, I had my I credit card us. points and some leftover us. gift card balance, so it was my little gift to myself. Happy for you. Yes. Um, wonderful. Well, all great stuff. We'll have links to all the picks on the website. Of course, our website, don'tpanic.io. You can go there, check out the picks, all the episodes. It's really good this week in Pickstory, uh, which is always fun. Of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and email us don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Uh, I already mentioned when you can get us live. I do want to quickly tease up for debate. Sean Tember continues. We're having a ton of fun. Last week, uh, we did Over, Under, or Appropriate, a classic segment. And guys, we covered everything from hot air balloons to Pop-Tarts to classic cars. And you won't believe how often Matt and I agreed with each other. Um, it's an annoyingly large amount. But I will say, we went... Are you guys Pop-Tarts fans? I used to be. We went hard on how crappy Pop-Tarts are. 
Yeah, I haven't it. had one in a, in a good long while. It's just an unpleasant thing to eat. We felt. But isn't there... it just sugar? But it's not good sugar. Like if you're gonna have breakfast sugar, have like good breakfast sugar. Like it's dry and there's barely any filling, and it's it's like eating cardboard. It's not pleasant. <laughs> I think that's the the problem. Is like the the pastry, the quote unquote pastry is so bad. <laughs> I I listened to I listened to this episode of of Up for Debate already, and I did not disagree with you during this section. I mean, hey, look, we repped for toaster strudels, you know, toaster strudels. Now that's that's a flaky pastry breakfast. <laughs> now, see, I will say, I think toaster strudels are like the the like mediocrity but just the, the like their their comparison to like pop tarts which is the status quo they're so bad oh i totally that agree. it makes toaster strudel seem amazing but they're they're really not that good well you can learn all about our fun opinions over at upfordebate.tv and this coming week we're gonna have a couple special guests can you guess who they are spoiler alert it's dan and coldy and what a treat that episode is going to be i am so jazzed yeah. Uh, the first time both of them have been on at the same time as guests. Uh, That's true. The first time I've ever been on. It's first, my, and Dan's my up for debate debut. Uh, it's honestly going to be the most fun hour of podcasting. You check that out over to upfordebate.tv. Be sure to subscribe. Guys, that's going to do it here. We're going to be back next week uh, with, I'm sure, more news on TikTok and the Apple App Store. And, of course, everything from tomorrow's Apple event. We're going to be covering <sighs> it top to bottom only a week late. Uh, so you're going to want to join okay. us there. But until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.